Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, sleep tight stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to my show, Money Making Conversation Masterclass. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For you, it may be the size of your paycheck. Mine is inspiring people to develop a plan to reach their dreams. It is time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. You can only exceed expectation by believing in yourself. People always talk about their purpose or gifts. If you have a gift, leave with your gifts and don't let your friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My guest is Sky Alvester Black. He's one of Hollywood's most exciting rising stars of today. Sky returns as leading man, Amp Addiction Anthony on Tyler Perry's smash hit, and I say smash hit, male exotic dancer drama series, All the Queen's Men. This season two is up. I was so mad when season two ended. We'll talk about that. I can say, you got to renew this. And they heard my prayer. Season two is currently airing on BET+. The show follows Madame DeVille, starring the incredible Eva Marcel. She's a fierce businesswoman at the top of her game in the Atlanta nightclub industry who won't let anyone, and I repeat, anyone stand in her way as she reigns over a crowd of loyal male dancers. Sky is a scene stealer as a madame's nephew and employee who evolves in an exciting and lecture-trying season two. I've seen the first six episodes. It's really, they slowly develop its character because it's really getting into some relationships. Not going to reveal too much because, like I said, it's streaming right now on BET+. If you don't have a subscription, slide on in and sign up because this series is definitely one worth worth seeing on a regular basis and putting it in your and just tell everybody in a real life my man Scott also holds a, a strong passion for producing we're going to talk about that as well as advocating advocating for the homeless and impoverished he's on the show to tell his story please welcome to money making conversation masterclass Sky mm-hmm. Alvester Black how you doing sir 
Hey, man, thank you so much for having me. With, with an introduction like that. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I had to drop some personal things in there because, you know, I, I have a relationship with you when you came on the first time. You know, we was yeah, you know, thank feeling you for that having me back, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to have the, you took the time because, you know, uh, you know, I, I learned about your dancing career. You were acting. And now before we really get into the whole conversation about all the Queens men is why I brought you on the show. But you're doing mm-hmm. more producing now. Can we talk about yeah. that? a little bit before we get into the series because that gives you a different eye as an actor when you're doing Completely. series, especially with a, 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 a mega producer like Tyler Perry. Completely. Um, so yes, I am making a huge foray into producing. I just finished producing an international feature in Haiti and, um, and also Miami. So that was my first feature film that I was not only starring and I was also executive producing and I'll be honest I got the bug man I, I loved the development of being on the ground right making this story making stories not mm-hmm. just this particular story but stories happen right and understanding and, and it creates as an actor it creates a better world for you because you've been there from the beginning. So you're invested, you're invested um, even more so in the script because it's kind of like your baby. Right. right. You've, you've gone out, you've seen the locations, you've created this world. You know what you want it to feel like you have other creatives with like the director and everything. So I just felt that in this time, I'll be honest, God is my number one. Right. So that's the direction I've been pushed in addition to being privileged enough to be a leading man. And I have this like burning fire. And, and now I have, I think, four or five projects on my slate. Like it just Is it all film? And Is it any of a television docuseries? What are the genres? One docuseries and the rest is film. Okay, I have cool. about four films on my slate right now. Okay, cool. And what is so, the window of production you usually do with your movie? Six weeks, two months? What is it? Uh, 90 days? What are the windows of production? So I will say the first on the last one, I can only speak to the last one. Yes, it was about um, a month. Okay. It was about mm-hmm. a month. And mm-hmm. I was in a developing country. Right. Haiti. And, and when, you're in, when you're in Haiti, there's a lot of obstacles that we actually had to face. And mm-hmm. I love that challenge of that being my first because it really pushed me beyond my limits. I mean, we're in a developing country where there's no power. Everything right. is running off the of generators. Wow. Um, we did um, have a lot of the, we did have American crew and Haitian crew. Mm-hmm. So it forced me to even learn the language. I'm, I'm an advocate for not going into somebody else's house and expecting them to acquiesce to you and <laughs> your ways. But when you go in their house, mm-hmm. you ask, what are their rules? What are their regulations? So I was learning, um, I was learning the language. I, w- I was out there with the natives and it was an awesome experience. And as a producer, it was, I would say it was one of the more challenging experiences right? because like, again, I echo, it was a developing country. Cool. So just imagine when you're filming and the cold countries run off the generators. Absolutely. And so it took well, us let's a little let's bit. Let's put it away, Scott. There are issues in America filming yeah. and production that you're yeah. going to run the hiccups that you're going to run mm-hmm. into. So walking into a foreign country where you have electricity is limited, battery packs is limited. The type of Language experience barriers. crew, experience crew mm-hmm. will be limited. Mm-hmm. So, and, and also transportation, 
can also yeah. be limited as well. And so when you like that, I'm speaking to Sky Alvesta Black, one of the stars of All the Queen's Men, which is a, a smash hit by Tyler Perry. What what Tyler Perry doesn't do that's not a smash hit. But again, right. that's the gifts that God gave him. This series is directed by him, executive produced by him, and it's airing right now on BET+. Plus. Now, mm-hmm. I can relate to what you're saying. I started my career, my degree is in mathematics and, and uh, sociology, and I left mm-hmm. IBM to pursue a career as a stand-up comedian. And I was mm-hmm. very successful standing. Did the deaf comedy jams, all that. Very successful. And um, But when I started writing and I started producing, I felt I had more control of the creative. Exactly. And it became more of a team effort because as an actor, a lot of times you just giving lines and you direct it. And so you don't really participate mm-hmm. in the overall project. As a producer, mm-hmm. you you in every scene. Okay, because you got to be aware of every scene. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I can ask the actors scenes before the scene starts. Right, because sometimes I can ask actors and say, "Oh, well, I, I don't. I, 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 we shot that movie. I, I was in no films with that person, or I was in no scenes with that person." You know, and so, but this as a producer, that's the engagement part that you have. You are in everything from budgets yeah. to all that. Talk about that. Camera. Yeah, exactly. Even when I'm not on camera, I'm, I'm at the, I'm at the, um, I'm in Video Village. And it also like it's helped me be such a better actor because I'm I learned I would say I honestly not just the craft of acting the art of storytelling right and that's that when you start to tell that story as an actor and me being able to sit behind the monitor and say hey let's uh, <laughs> this came through on camera or, or yes. can we get this or we have to make our days or right. and and everything like that all the logistics that happen and I, I would be remiss if I did not um, DJ Lewis who's the writer and other executive producer on the film a Haitian wedding that I just finished he he's Haitian and right. he made all the logistics just extremely possible and as seamless as you could think to be over in Haiti at this point in time. And um, I just want to say, and I'll wrap it up by saying this, we have such a misconception right. as a people in America of what Haiti is. Right. It's absolutely beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely beautiful. I, I learned so much about the culture, the people, and I was extremely inspired. Mm-hmm. Once I was once I left and while I was there. So that's another thing I felt added to being a producer. You have to be open to learning right. along the way, because not everything is going to go as you plan. Not every project is going to be the same. You have to be malleable, flexible. And um, I, I love the process. man. We'll be right back with more money making conversations. Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Talk about how you got it, how the casting of, I know you've done other projects for Tyler Perry, like Sisters, but still it's your talent. You know, a lot of people, people right. Tyler just don't hand you stuff because he like you. No, There's a skill set no, no, you no. come. Talk about how this mm-hmm. opportunity came to you. And then, because it is over the top, because Eva's character is bold, is it right. is like, it is almost cartoonish, but I say that in a very entertaining way. Because sometimes right. you need to just step into a world and just let all all reality go. That's what this show is about. Completely. But it is Completely. tied to real people and the emotional things that are relatable. Tell us about it. Um, it it's interesting. I actually auditioned for all the Queensmen prior to auditioning for Sisters. I was also... Um, I played sister. I'm sorry. I was on sisters. I played Jacoby. That was right. in the bank. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I was just thankful to get a job <laughs> as a working actor. You know, I mean, before I was parking cars, man, I was barely parking cars from 7 p.m. to 3.30 in the morning, just trying to um, support myself right, and follow my dreams. So in the daytime, I would audition at night. I would, um, I, at night, I would work. Mm-hmm. Jump to Sisters came. The audition came. I did the audition um, by the grace of God, found out I booked it, went there and just delved into work. Now we get home, sisters is over, and I get a call from my agent. Right. Say, hey, you just got the lead in Tyler's new show. Wow. All the Queen's men. I honestly, I cried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got on my knees. I thank God in this order. And I called my grandmother and said, hey, you don't have to work anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, But the process, I had no idea. Like I said, I auditioned for all the Queen's men months and months before I auditioned for sisters. I forgot about the audition. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea that I was already casted. Our wonderful creator and writer, I uh, have to um, give Christian Keys his flowers because without Christian Keys, there would be no All the Queen's <laughs> Men. It derived from his book, Ladies Night. Yes. And Christian actually put the time and effort, talk about a producer and developer, mm-hmm. for 10 years ago yes, from the did. book. Mm-hmm. So the character that Christian wrote was Amp. Mm-hmm. Christian was doing was was going to play M, mm-hmm. and at this time, Christian really, really wanted to tell the story as authentically to his vision as possible. Right, and right. he took a more of a step back to be in a producing aspect mm-hmm. and and told an executive the story. producing, and, um, executive producing aspect, executive <laughs> producer. Yes, mm-hmm. and Christian casted me. Mm-hmm. Christian actually casted me, and and because um, I don't know, I, I think I was possibly going to be on sisters more mm-hmm. and and it actually was that was the case because they had to round out my character for season three mm-hmm. so doing the audition for all the queen's men it was one of those things where you just see mm-hmm. you see the scene and the scene that i actually had the audition for was from season one if you guys have seen season one it's when i get out of the um actual prison and my aunt is there for the first time and the scene where I go back to my fiance, sorry, my girlfriend at the time, my right. ex-girlfriend that I killed. I go back to her mom's house and the gun is to my head. Mm-hmm. Those are my two audition scenes. Mm-hmm. And there was something about it that just clicked right. when, I, when I auditioned. I sent in a self-tape. Didn't hear anything for like three or four months. Nothing. Wow. And I was just like, okay, this is one of those auditions. And here we go. And you lose Amp. And you, you're the lead of an incredible series that uh, is uh, some of the characters. Of course, we talked about Eva's character. She plays mm-hmm. Madame. You don't say ma'am. You don't yeah. say lady. Uh, you say Madame. Okay. Madam. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my boy Blue on there. Damn. That's, he, he's developing a relationship with a character called Damn. I'm saying yeah. Sky's character who plays Amp on the show. Then you have male dancers, Doc, Face. Yeah. Way go midnight, and then uh, then man, you a fan? I love it! I love it! I love it! You watch it for real? <laughs> hey, I, I love I, it! Hey, I, I, hey, Scott, I would not have you on this show, brother. <laughs> Lying to you, man. And then, but I'm tell you, my favorite character is Tommy. My man in them cookies. My man in them he, cookies. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes. Um, Tom, Tommy's character is absolutely hilarious. Um, uh, yeah, he's his character is so funny. It's it's the comedic relief to the show. Oh uh, my god say the thing that I can say about this season the most and I had to discover a lot of who Amp is this Mm -hmm. season Mm -hmm. because without revealing too much I will say this and I've been saying this Mm -hmm. you will really find out why Amp and Madam are related. Right. Amp's 
arc is ridiculous mm -hmm. this season. Mm -hmm. And it was so fun to play mm -hmm. because it's, it's, it's night and day. So everything you think AMP is, just watch it unfold. Oh, I am watching it. Like I said, I'm in the middle yeah. of uh, episode six of uh, this yeah. season two. And, and, it's a, and we it's got a, 20 episodes huh? this season. Huh? We have 20 episodes this season. Well, well, I got so there's four. quite an arc. Woo! I'm loving yeah, it. I'm man. loving it. I'm loving it because I'm not going to miss any of it. Like I said, uh, <laughs> the first season, I believe, was 10. I believe it was 10 the first yeah, season. It was 10, and it then, was 10 the first season. And like I said, when it ended at a dramatic moment, I was like, you got to be kidding me. It came <laughs> back. Natalia's done me right. 20 episodes. But let's talk about the whole relationships. Like I said, when you do these series, you know, you could say, I'm doing a show with, over, with, with a character. She's a tough woman. And we have these male dancers. So you're selling sex and good-looking guys mm -hmm. in shape. So you're trying to seek that male demo and all that. A female demo, excuse me. And so when all that comes about, it's the story and the characters. Completely. Talk about your character and your relationship that you're developing with Dime this season. So this season with Dime, um, and also... Where you see Amp from the beginning, you see this beautiful budding relationship. Yes. And you see the love. And, and, and Amp, I mean, Dime is that soft spot for Amp, just like Amp is that soft spot for Madam. Mm -hmm. However, it's, it's, how do I say this? Uh, expect the unexpected with Amp and Dime. Yes. Okay. And, and, and you, and you, it, all the Queen's Man is a crime drama. Yes, it and is. I think once people realize that, I, a lot of times people saw us as, oh, this stripper show, this male stripper Absolutely. show, this guy's male stripper show. But it's not that. It's actually a crime drama. And it's about the relationships of what society would consider, consider social misfits and how they're navigating this world, but also being there for each other, but also going through real life circumstances right. that really actually happen in the world of male exotic dancing. I, I mean, if you hear some of the stories that the guys that I, I got to sit down with each of the guys and I really wanted to immerse myself in this world and not take it for granted as just another role, I said, tell me everything. Tell me what happens. Tell me, tell me your past. Tell me. I, and I had these moments with each of these guys. And a lot of these stories aren't too fabricated. No, they are. When you, when you actually live that world in that life. On TV, it seems larger than life. Right. But so many stories that I've heard that these brothers have gone through, um, it, it, it's, it's authentic. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rushan McDonald. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic.
Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. I'm speaking to Sky Alvesta Black. He's one of the stars of the new, uh, I say second new, second season. It's 20 episodes a season, everybody. All the Queens men. It's uh, starring the incredible Eva Marcel. She stars this. She, she's the woman. Uh, the word boss lady. She is truly yeah. the boss lady, the killer lady, the tough lady. I'm going to tell you, get out of my face, lady. She don't care if the she's auntie, at the White House. The she's, she, she's the auntie. She cares. No, she, she definitely but cares. I, I, I want to say something. You said it was a crime drama, but let me put something on top of that. It's mm-hmm. a family show. And that's why I'm engaged. When you saw in Power, the Power series, it was about family. Well, if you look at any of the Fast and Furious shows, movies, it's about family. And so when you look at this series, always remember that, you know, Doc and Blue, family. Fuego Mm -hmm. is spending a lot of time trying to get this family, keep this family together. And in the first season, he's basically an outside character. But this season, he's more engaged and you find out more about his character. The thing I love about this season, this guy, is that because there's 20 episodes, the characters don't feel rushed and I'm I'm getting more backstory. I'm getting more backstory. It makes me more engaged and much more aware of the next step and excited. And that's that's why I wanted to say that the family dynamic plays a major role it is a crime it is violent it is action it is dramatic it is funny because Tommy is very funny in this series <laughs> you know you know he's, uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a hoot as they say back in the day oh yeah he is but, he but, is. but these he are is. the characters that make me enjoy the show and this is what I'm saying to you is that the male dancing is part of it, but I'm also more engaged about you know the relationships about exactly. the entanglements and, and I love- 
I love that you said that because I always look for the universal message mm-hmm. when I'm telling a story. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm a character that got out of prison for nine years and mm-hmm. we delve into my backstory and we actually see why yeah. he really went to prison. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone has seen that episode yet. If you haven't seen episode six, really starts to show Amp's backstory. Yes, it does. To why because first season really focused on Amp being the audience member as far as bringing you into this world. Mm-hmm. And he, you were looking at this world through the eyes of Amp because you've never seen this world before as he hasn't. Now you're seeing, like you just said, each character's backstory. And when you're telling stories, people like stories because there's a universal element that they can also relate to. They may not know what it is, right? but it's like, why do I like this so much? But it is family and it's togetherness. And it's how do we keep each other together? How do we love on each other in this midst of this huge minutia of craziness? Right. And I think that's a lot of just relationships, period. Like family is paramount. Right. Friends are paramount. Support systems are extremely paramount. And, if, and on a universal level, we can't do it alone. Right. Even Madam on the on 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 um all the Queen's men, she can't do it alone. Yeah, and yeah. she needs Amp as her Madam and I. I always say, even and I have the best time because what we do, we just get on camera and we go. Right, we don't rehearse before. We have a great connection as auntie and nephew, right. and we get on and we explore. <laughs> and I thank Tyler so much for allowing us to really have taking it upon ourselves to develop these characters and actually listening to our thoughts. And I also thank the entire producing team for saying, Hey, this season, we do want to delve into why these people Mm -hmm. are the way they are. Right. Right. And it makes everybody interested. Well, I'm going to tell you this guy, you know, uh, this is, this this is the opening scene for this, for this second season. And I'm not going to tell y'all, in detail, but when homeboy came out of the kitchen with that giant butcher knife, <laughs> man, <laughs> I, I went, y'all silly, y- y'all are silly. Y'all know y'all got smaller knives in that kitchen than that. Well, coming out of that kitchen with that giant butcher knife to do to do what he had to do surgically, but I, I but that's the funny, out, man. <laughs> he had to get it out. Yeah, that's the funny part about it. But I, 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 I definitely want to close out the show to talk about your advocacy for homelessness and impoverished mm-hmm. people because we t- the production was the producing and EPing and eventually directing because that's I see that in your future and the incredible series and the relationship you've had with Tyler and then being blessed in a relationship with Christian Keys with this incredible mm-hmm. book that was Ladies Night, which is now turned into All the Queen's Men that is airing and streaming on BET Plus, why the importance of advocating uh, being a voice for homelessness and the impoverished? Man, I was homeless. Simple. I know it firsthand. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a kid that, that's from the South. I'm from Miami, Florida. I'm from the real Miami, man. I'm from Carroll City. Okay, wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. which is now Miami Gardens. Right. But um, I came out here to LA with a dream and faith and God. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say, well, what did you do? I worked my butt off. I believe and I pray. Sounds cliche, but you know, when you're, when you're in such a industry as the entertainment industry, there are no guarantees. No, they're not. And you have ups, downs, peaks, valleys, as you do with any industry or with any in life. However, I was that kid. I was that kid that was homeless not once, mm-hmm. but three times. Right. 
I, um, I know what it's like to have a dream that no one else believes in until it happens. I know what it's like to feel depression. I'm also a huge, huge mental health advocate, especially for black. Thank you. Especially it's something that we need Mm -hmm. because we need to clear our minds without a clear mind. You can't be effective in life. Mm -hmm. And, um, so in addition to being homeless, I was depressed and homeless. And I live in Los Angeles, man. I, I can look out my, my window right now. And um, yes, I'm blessed, but I'm not removed from circumstances. And the homeless, the homeless population in Los Angeles is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And, and I just feel that there's so much that can be done, but we don't look at it. And, and I, with my platform, I want to do as much as I can to look at the humanistic qualities of just life and how it can be better than right. for things that I, that's dear to me. I mean, again, I was in, I slept in my car. Mm-hmm. I slept in hotel sixes. I slept mm-hmm. on couches. I, I, this, this, I, this just happened. My life just switched in 2020. Mm-hmm. And also with it switching, I've learned the importance of mental health and mental uh, and therapy. Right. Right. Awareness of how to just navigate. Everybody has gone through PTSD at some point. I mean, we just we came out of a pandemic and now it seems we're on the edge of other epidemics possibly. So um, I think as an artist, it is essential to not only live life, but to observe life. Absolutely. And to really have empathy for a lot of universal issues. Mm-hmm. Because if you cannot be empathetic to without judgment mm-hmm. to another man's plight. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. If you can't be, if you can't be empathetic to your fellow man and man being woman, human, if you can't be empathetic to their plight, you can't be a great artist. Right. And um, it, it's, it's near and dear to me. And, and I, there's a lot more I want to do. In mm-hmm. that arena of, um, I, I want to go visit shelters. I want to set up things, and um, it's it's one of my company's mission statements to to really give back and not just go there and drop off some turkeys on right. Thanksgiving. No, right. to really give back and see w- what can we do. There, there has to be something that if all of us join together, we could we could make some form of effective change. Absolutely, you know what I mean, absolutely. Well, he's making effective change as a producer. Effective change as a homeless advocate for the impoverished and uh, disenfranchised, but more importantly, as a fan, as a person in the entertainment business. You know, I always say, you know, he's younger than me, so hopefully I've knocked over some doors and kicked over some boxes that he can step in. And I know he's stepping in strong because he got a great man behind him in Tyler Perry, and he's another advocate in Christian Keys, who I think is one of the star producers of our next generation that's going to pop out. Not only is he a talented writer, but he's also a handsome guy, so that also helps Christian. (laughs) looks good but again thank you for coming on the show Scott I hope it was a joy I hope this journey was better than the previous journey which I thought was very good I I always have a great time with you and thank you for having me back and and, uh, just piggyback on what you said thank you for everything that you've done in the entertainment industry because you you had to walk so I could run so thank you for all your contributions and and just knocking down those doors man it's always a great time here at Money Making Conversations. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate you, brother. We'll talk soon, man. Be safe now, okay? Thank you. You too. All right. If you want to see or hear any of these interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm with Sean McDonald. I am your host.